take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. So this week we are talking about the new rom drum com film Marry Me. The Marry Me Concert Tour is something you will not want to miss. In 36 hours, superstar Kat Valdez and Grammy-winning Bastion will perform their new song, Marry Me, and exchange vows in front of a streaming audience of 20 million people. See you tomorrow. I'll be the one in the veil. Charlie, this is once in a lifetime. I've got my daughter tonight. Good, I've got three tickets for tonight. Bring her. Dad, you haven't had any fun since mom left. Just say yes. What am I doing here? Okay, let's go. We only have five minutes. What's everybody looking at? Nothing. Give me your phone. Cabell Dez's husband-to-be, Bastion, caught cheating with her assistant. Hold this. I'm told that um, 20 million people are supposed to watch as we take our vows. They say if you want something different, you have to do something different. Why not? Yes. I'll marry you. You. Go! 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 Do you, some guy, take Kat to be a lawfully wedded wife? Okay. Kat Valdez left the guy from the concert, then also married her Uber driver. It's an insane situation. I say we offer $5,000 and let it all blow over. Or I could stay married to him. Huh? I started something last night, and if I don't finish it, I'll look crazy. We gotta get out in front of this. Hi. How are you? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's three months. I don't even know her. We both did this. So whether we like it or not, we're in this together. We have to embrace the spontaneity of the moment. I don't want to be the punchline. What do I do? Just stand and smile. This is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen in life. <laughs> right now, 237,000 people are like, he looks like he's a math club. I am in a math club. I don't know, hanging with you guys today, I don't know, it made me feel kind of normal. Come with me to the fall semi-formal. Are you asking me to the school dance? Well, I could leave a note in your locker. Call me if you're lonely. Hello? I'm lonely. Are you afraid she'll fall back in love with Bastion and dump you? I'd be afraid of that, too. We don't need to pretend. I don't fit. Is this smart? I think we left smart six weeks ago. I was on my way to you.
do you think you are, man? Some fan? No, I'm not a fan. Just, well, I mean, I am now. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. This wow. is kind of like a running joke. <laughs> it started out as a running joke. And then Jesse started, just yeah. picked it. Well, I had seen the trailer and I it might even be at the end of one episode. I was like, have you guys seen that trailer that just dropped? It looks insane. It, so, we okay, we, I'm assuming you guys watch this on Peacock. Because is it only on Peacock? Yes, funny Peacock? story about that, actually. So when we last got Peacock was when you picked Halloween back in October. And turns out we forgot that we still had Peacock. <laughs> uh, so we we were like, oh, great, but also crap. <laughs> it's just so many streaming services to manage. That's crazy. But yes. Do you remember to cancel this time? Uh, I'm supposed to remind D today. <laughs> Luckily, it's cheap. Yes, yes. But like, I, I'm rooting for Peacock. I'm rooting for everyone. That's a streaming thing, but there are way too many. Agreed. Everyone's coming out with one. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. I think they need to start offering as an option. And this is, this is the start of the on ideas section of this uh, podcast, but they need to start having like, like a one month pass option where rather than signing up for a subscription that just, you'll forget about, and then you'll regret later, buy it for one month, check out their stuff. And then that's it. I mean, they do yeah, kind of have trials, I, don't they? Yeah, they do. But then they like, you have to go back to like cancel. I'm just saying like buy one month and then right. it just expires. Yeah, where they do the really yeah. horrible one is like where it's a trial, but you can't cancel it right away. Like if you cancel it right away, it actually, you just lose the access right away. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you can't just like cancel to be like, oh, remember, we're still getting But I mean, this is what I do day to day, guys. I work for a company that's like subscription sucks. So there you go. There you, there you go. Um, let's get into marry me then. Yeah. This, All right. Jesse, you want to start us off since you, this is your yeah. pick. Yeah. I'll just, to, to start off, I will say, well, one ended up picking this because it came up again. I thought this was the most insane trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> and then Joe Burnett was like, Hey, it's actually like getting not bad reviews and i was like what <laughs> and then i did see that it was like rotten tomatoes it's like critics was like 60 but audience was like 90 something um but i, I will say well one it, it was better than i expected but that bar is real low um mm -hmm. and I, I do think it was probably executed the best it could have been for what it is like, I'm still want to know the pitch meeting where like, <laughs> they were like, here's the idea. <laughs> like, it's like, so cliche, but insane at the same time. And they're like, JLo and Owen Wilson. And like, of course, like, she's like a superstar and he's just like a teacher. And I mean, of course, it's always just like a doofy guy gets a superstar girl. Um, yeah. And then. And then, like, even, like, Sarah Silverman being, like, Owen Wilson's friend is insane. Like, I love Sarah Silverman, but also, like, it is insane. Also, like, her role and character and for her to be cast. So, like, everything about it is just, like, absolutely crazy. But I think they did it as well as they could for uh, how, how they set themselves up. 
Yeah, I agree. I I actually really liked their chemistry. I thought it was I thought they actually did a really good job together. <laughs> but <clears throat> new favorite film? New favorite film. No, I think this started off really strong. Like I I was like, okay, I'm like I could get into this. It was like different. It was like it kind of just got into it. I feel like it just hopped in. There was no like there was no uh-huh. BS kind of. It just like was like, okay, this guy's a teacher, this girl's a pop star, get them together. And I think it started off really well for me. And then I think as it went on, it kind of plateaued for some things. Like, I don't know. I think they were a little like, I don't know. It was very choppy in places for me. I think, I think it like went too quickly in some areas. I don't know, but I overall, I actually, you wish, you wish there was more. Yeah. I wish there was more weirdly enough. It it felt too short. Snyder cut. Yep. It was about, I think runtime, it was about one hour, 50 minutes or like two mm-hmm. hours, right? Yep. I, I, I actually kind of liked the length. Yeah. yeah. What else do you think, Joe Cuffney? <laughs> so I, I actually, yeah, I was, I didn't know much about this. I watched the trailer when you mentioned it, Jess, but like, I actually, I think the, I, I did enjoy this movie. This definitely is not like my typical type of movie, but I, I thought this was really good. I really liked the acting. I agree that the chemistry was like oddly good. Um, <laughs> but the, there was like, when I, when I think of a romantic comedy, I usually think it, that they're heavier on the romance side and lighter on the comedy. And for this one, I actually, I found myself like not laughing at like corniness so much as like just how like, wild something was like um uh, a good example would be like one of the in the, one of the opening scenes they had uh at the concert they were doing this like religious based song where there were like sexy nuns in the background and i'm just like <laughs> watching them and they're like they're like not breaking like and i'm like this is this has to be meant to be a joke right <laughs> and uh-huh. the, and, and and like, but I feel like there was just like a lot of like kind of like outlandish moments like that, but also mixed in with like really like sweet, nice moments. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was I, I feel like it was heavier on the comedy, but like in a good way. Um, so I, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. Owen Wilson's like he, his character didn't really have much comedy. He was kind of just like a, I, which I kind of really loved. I loved him in this role. He kind of fit really well. Um. Jesse, did you like him because he was a math guy? No, well, I was going to bring up that uh, I feel like this is common in movies that have like math teams, mathalons. Um, I'd love to know if somebody ever had mathalons like this because like I I was on the math team. I was captain of the math team and uh, it did not look like this. <laughs> like it was way less people cared than this. Um, and it wasn't so like spelling bee debate. You like, I've always just wondered how, like, you know, in movies, like there's like trivia teams or math teams or like debate clubs. And it's always like so polished and on a stage and buzzing in and stuff. And I'm like, does, does this really exist? And we just, it must be somewhere. Like it has to be, that has to exist somewhere. I mean, yeah. I could see it not existing where we're from because it's such a small town. But like New York City, I feel like has to have something like that. Yeah, well, we'll we'll dig in to find out. But yeah, I'll be honest, um, it didn't have it didn't help. I mean, math's cool, but I've never like maybe math. it's because I never wanted to be a math teacher. That like anytime it's just like math in school, I'm like, eh. 
I did have something that stuck out to me was the very beginning when she like basically the first concert where Owen Wilson's in the in the audience with the sign and she like sees it when the, when like she breaks down during the concert and like starts talking you know after she finds out about this her husband or whatever her fiance um when she's like talking and kind of giving a heartfelt speech like you can hear people talking you can hear a lot of people talking i was like if you're in like a superstar's concert you're going to like be dialed in and listening to this person you won't just be chit-chatting throughout their con- you know like if there's this person such a big star that people love like you're not going to go to like an ariana grande concert and talk through her speech like that's what I mean, I agree, I agree with you, but I've been to concerts where people are literally like not paying attention to the concert and it doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah, it does happen. That's so weird to me though. I know. I, I agree. It's very strange. I was going to say there was one other item like that in the movie that I don't think was an overthought because it probably was intentional, right? It's just like, I just don't agree with that cause after she flew back and she's on the plane you know, and she's like, who will let me buy their jacket off of them? Mm-hmm. And then it shows her out of the airport and she's wearing a Canada goose jacket, like a super fancy expensive, what a superstar would wear. Right. And I was like, oh, I just so wish they had her in like some really like weird, like worn jacket out that, jacket. Yeah, yeah. That she actually had bought off somebody on the plane. And it's kind of like kind right. of a piece of trash. And it's kind of funny that she's wearing it instead of like the Canada goose. But like, that was just yeah. one thing that I was like, I don't think it was probably overlooked, but I just so wish they like committed to that buying a jacket. Well, that's so true. Cause like they were trying to normalize her. Right. And like, this doesn't really attribute to that. It's almost like it's bringing her back to her pop starness. And it doesn't really yeah. make sense. But... And it'd be good contrast of like, she's still like in her dress and heels and stuff, but mm-hmm. has this like, I don't know what, oh, oh, I don't know what clothing company I want to take a shot at and <laughs> say it's their jacket, but <laughs> Uh, I one of my favorite quotes from this movie was when the paparazzi when they like first got together paparazzi was like how do you feel about her being much hotter than you (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just like how he kind of took he just took it and ran with it like he wasn't like there wasn't really any drama in this I feel like with him and her there was like a little bit but it wasn't like like I wish I was I'm glad because a lot of it's predictable you know where it's like oh they're gonna fall in love you know break up and they're get back together like this was like a little better because it was a little different. I was kind of waiting for it to follow that formula because right. they all do. Um, and I, f- I feel like um, the breakup part, like wasn't so much of a breakup as him just being like, no, yeah, I get this, but like, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. But like, like, I don't know. It, it didn't feel quite like a, Oh no, but like, what, what's going to happen? Right. You're going to get back together. Like, it was kind of just like, Oh, like maybe this is going to have like a less of a happy ending, but like, you know, more of an amenable ending instead. Um, but I, I don't know. It did feel a little off because it didn't go from this like great high to this big low that back to right. big high. You know? I hate that because you that just happens in everything. Mm-hmm. So I like yeah. when movies break that mold, but yeah, there was I wouldn't something... say this broke it in a huge way, but just a little bit, a little bit. I mean, yeah. just yeah. enough, enough. Yeah. I I do think it's crazy when, well, one, I'll mention too, I always don't like late night shows on movies and shows. Like those late night hosts are really good, but not when they play themselves. Like when they have to play themselves doing a show, it always feels weird to me. Weird, yeah. Um, 
I actually wanted to ask you guys about the, um, I, so I know that we have strong opinions about text message bubbles in movies, but like, what about like live, like um, phone crops next to like, like what, what they did in this movie? Like, garbage. what did you guys think about that? Garbage? Absolute what garbage? That's all I was thinking about when Joe was, when I was watching is like, Joe's got to hate this. That's kind of, I was, I was curious. I was like, I mean, it's a little different, but not really. I think it can work. You can make it work in certain things, but not in like a movie like this. Like we've used it for like hype edits for the wild and stuff. And I think it works in certain ways, like if it's quick, <clears throat> but I think this was like overused, but also underused because they would show the live screen on for like three seconds and then cut, like didn't make any sense. And there I was like two the- phone, like, I don't know. The worst one that I hated actually was when she- at the end when she wrote um, on my way and it was like her in the studio and it had a, like a kind of a phone screen of yeah. climbing the charts slowly. And I was like, what are we no. climbing that? Like I get kind of what was trying to be done there, but like we're watching the song climb the charts. Like how, how would so they're trying to just like illustrate that this song is gaining popularity, right? Like how would you do that without that? You could show videos of people. You could show like news clippings. You could show like numbers on a chart, like kind of like going up. But I feel like you could, I just think like, I think you could just like have some reference to it being number one. I I don't know if you need it to be gaining. Like it feels like when songs come out, it's like if they're big, they're just kind of one. It's not like, oh, they're sitting at six for two weeks and then they're at five for two weeks and then they're at like three. It just feels way more instant than that. Or you could just say it, be like, hey, this is the number one on the charts. Like, you know or like because yeah, like so you're saying maybe it's not so much of a storytelling element yeah just i like, just don't think it, it. it doesn't yeah. benefit the story in any way in my opinion like i like you know this is a number one song based on how they're portraying it already like this girl is like the most popular pop star ever and like this is clearly the number one track like it's just like a well okay i mean also my favorite anyone want to guess my favorite part of the movie I hope you guys noticed this. It's like not even a part of a movie. It's just hilarious to me. I don't know. I honestly don't know. When, um, I don't even remember what, they're in the classroom. Maybe it's right after he got on social media or something and they built him a website. Oh, and the kid and the kid goes, yeah, I built your website on Wix.com. And I was like, that is the craziest product placement like, you know, Wix, obviously, like, that was a deal because that yeah. was insane. That wasn't even, like, s- slowly put in anywhere. She's <laughs> like, I built you a site on Wix.com. It's like, poor Wix. They're really struggling right at this point. Yeah. I'm assuming, but uh, I'd love it. They did I, have a lot I, of, I agree that that one was, like, egregiously, <laughs> you know, obvious now that you mention it. Uh, but there was, like, like they, they even the whole juicing thing and like yeah (laughs) yeah it kind of felt like a youtube video but like like a youtube feature film (laughs) yeah like but like the fact that they were taking time and like i get what they were trying to do but it's just like why are we spending movie time showing her promoting a juicing product like you we, we understand she has deals you we don't need to see it <laughs> it's ads without ads yeah 
Yeah, that's right. That's another thing. Like, you know, a lot. I mean, I like to watch movies because I want to like escape reality. You know, this movie is like I'm watching the news or something. Like, this is like this. This is just like a you know, it's Instagram Live. It's you know, YouTube videos. It's making a website, making an Instagram. It's like I people do that shit every day. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I one other note I wrote down. Uh, on the math team. The kid from Mighty Ducks. I saw that. Yep, is in it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, is that is that him?" That's um, him. And I, before I forget that, I sent you guys before we recorded that video. The the guy who plays the other team's math coach, uh, UTK. All I think of him in is that 2009 College Humor video, uh, where he's like freestyling, which I don't. I was going to say maybe beginning of his career. I actually, he was in love style Supreme, like at the time with Lynn, but I'd say everyone like outside of the Broadway world didn't even know Lynn in 2009. Um, So like, I don't know, but like that he's, he pops up all over the place. I think he's hilarious. Uh, But still, anytime I pop up instantly, like think of that, the videos ingrained in my head, like all the words, it was like one of the first, you know, like big videos I loved. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that because I'm not, I wasn't a huge college humor person. I mean, I would watch it at your house, but I, I would never have made that connection ever. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I never think of watching it a ton, but like every time someone from college humor pops up in something, it always, like, I think back to it. Yeah. That was a funny aspect. I think it's a good like time capsule of then, like, I mean, I don't know if college humor is still a thing or not, to be honest, but um, it is actually okay good good it's for not, i don't think it is what it is but you know well, like, well, like, I, I feel like that is almost like a time piece of i don't know when, whenever that was a thing mm-hmm. yeah now i don't i might have missed this part or not but when she surprised him at the amusement park what was that like does he love amusement parks what was like what was that <laughs> It was, it, I think it was a reference because earlier on uh, they were talking about that Ferris wheel in the context of him and his mom. Okay. I, I think that's why, but it's funny because I feel like there was at least one thing where D like, because I was watching this with D and she was like, this is going to happen next. And I was like, what? And apparently something was just like super obvious to her. That was just like way over my head. (laughs) And I feel like that was another one of those things that you're like, I have no idea why we're at this amusement park. Right. (laughs) It's so weird. But I I laughed because I totally had one of those. uh, I can't remember exactly the example, but where I was like, how did you know that that was going to happen? Right. Like you just (laughs) want she's a dialogue. It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Like shit. But yeah, I, I was the same. I just assumed, like, we saw that, and I was like, they must have, he must have said a story about him being fun with his daughter when the mom, like, you know, like, it must have been one of those. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we're here. That's something I, I think one of the things that I, I didn't like about it is I wish there was more, like, how I mentioned earlier that they kind of just jumped into the story. Like, I wish we had more Owen Wilson backstory. Like, I wanted to, like, I cared about him, <clears throat> but. I feel like if I got more story with him and his daughter and him as like ex-wife or whatever, I feel like I would have liked him even more and kind of cared about him. Cause like throughout, I was like, he's like a nice dude and I hope for the best for him, but like, I don't really care about him that much, you know? 
Yeah. I don't know. I I guess it was about her like, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually I actually kind of disagree because uh, I feel like everyone was rooting for him because he was the one who was in the situation like that probably everyone would have liked to be in, right? That's true. Yeah. But but then again, like once he like kind of broke things off for a second there and like I don't know. I feel like then you're like, no, screw this guy. You know? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I agree and disagree. Um, I, I could be overthinking this, but maybe they did that because they wanted the viewer to kind of see it, how the other, how the, the general population sees it, where we don't know much about this guy, but we're learning about him through social media via this pop star. So maybe that's what they were trying to do, but that could be way over their heads or my head. So who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we could go way too deep into this, but <laughs> yep. Yeah. So in terms of locations, do we have, I'm trying to think. Yeah. It's New York city. So it's but, all New York but city. They, what about this place in Indiana? Is that right? Where, where was the math? Um, oh, that was in, Illinois, uh, right? what I thought, or I don't Indiana? think it was actually shot in Indiana. Peoria, maybe. Or something? Peoria. That was, maybe that was Peoria. what, that's what they said. I don't know if that's actually mm-hmm. where it was shot. I actually but. couldn't find that one. I was like looking because like I wrote a bunch of New York City, like Madison Square Garden was like the last one. And then Radio Music, Radio City Music Hall, the Plaza Hotel, just like a bunch of random New York City spots. And then the sequence where Kat responds to the Marry Me sign, like the very beginning, was at the Hammerstein Ballroom in Manhattan Center. So we could go reenact that scene. You're going to put on that dress? Yep. I'll wear the dress. Okay. Also, that venue looked small to me. I agree. For I how thought big this, of a star when, she is. When, when they said that this was going to be like 20 million plus people, like obviously that's not all in one place, but right. I did think that would at least mean it's like MSG or something. And they, that's what they did at the end, but they should have done that, you know, maybe not at MSG, but something similar to that throughout. Cause yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a weird thing though, right. Of like they trying, they were trying to, say she was a huge pop star at the beginning but like also part of the story was she was like becoming even bigger like when sebastian you know was like we're like was like we're like nominated or something she's like this is huge for my career and like couldn't you know so it was like weird i feel like maybe they were trying to like show her becoming bigger through that i think that's i think that's why the whole thing felt disingenuous to me is because like i feel like she you were shown that she was like a good person and that she was this huge pop star. So, like, why does she feel that she needs this? You know right. what I mean? I think that's the part I struggled with. with that's that, true. Like, yeah. Breakup part because the the justification didn't seem very good. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a little confusing. I get that. I, I'm getting like like Olivia Rodrigo vibes, kind of, because she's like a pop star right now, like a huge pop star, obviously. But like, she's still kind of getting that fame. You know, like she would probably play like a venue like this. I can see, but also playing a big venue like MSG. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like you can't you can't be an A-list pop star. No. And then like have like MSG be like I don't know. Right. You're right. you're a B-list if you're not. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know who needs to hear this, but <laughs> <laughs> um a little trivia on the locations actually. Um because this was shot during COVID, but uh Jennifer Lopez and Maluma, who plays Bastion, um, they use a Zoom call to complete filming for a couple scenes in their respective homes in Miami and Colombia. So apparently, they shot Whoa. some scenes via Zoom. 
together. That's I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know which ones, but how that like I I assume they were like the director was on Zoom or something, and they were but like, like to shooting. practice or to actually to shoot, shoot. Actually, shoot. Like I sure they had a couple camera people in there, but yeah, apparently they shot it because COVID. You couldn't get together. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Speaking of that, this this was supposed to come out like last year, last February. Whoa. Yeah, because I don't know what happened COVID, I guess, but it is just a sort of bizarre movie. But Idea. it was better than I thought it was going to be. F- it was fun, though. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I you don't want to rewatch it? it, but it's based on something, isn't it? Or no? Dude, based you know me life. based on true stories. I don't know. <laughs> it's on. Yeah, it's based on. Oh, here we go. Based on the graphic novel of the same name by Bobby Crosby. Okay. So it is based on something, which is very weird because. I don't know. <laughs> love it's a fun story though. I mean, I, you can't not love J Lo and or Owen Wilson. So, yeah. What would you guys rate this? I'll kick off. Um, I will give it props again because I, I do love any time. I feel like the people behind this movie, if they told me before they started the movie, they're like, "Here's the movie." I'd be like, "Yeah, right." good luck with that which i kind of <laughs> did after seeing the trailer and then after they could be like i told you um so props to them um i'll go um we'll go seven five uh whoa it's a high rating seven five uh Wix.com ads. <laughs> I would love it in the middle. I want it to be like, all right, guys, we just got to take a quick ad break. Wix.com, <laughs> if you ever wanted to build a website. <laughs> no, you don't even see ad break, though. You said, I just got to check this uh, website right now, done by Wix. <laughs> Wix.com. Not um, Squarespace. <laughs> Using an <laughs> Apple MacBook Pro. <laughs> I should have like printed out Wix things in the background. That would actually be um, We'll go seven and a half. Uh, Wix websites. That's higher than I thought you were going to give it. I feel like just because most of it is because the bar was so low and they did such a good job at like what they put themselves in an insane situation. So I'm like, let's give them props for uh, props for that. All right. All right. Joe, you want to go? Sure. Um, I kind of feel much the same. Like, I feel like the ceiling for this type of movie is not very high for me, but this probably, this definitely exceeded what I thought it was going to be. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to give it, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Um, oh, you guys. This is eight. <laughs> uh, do eight, eight dogs. I like the dog. The dog. Was his name Frank or something? I don't know. I, I mean again i will say these are the i feel like i just also love times where i pick movies thinking they'll be insanely bad and then we get on the call and we're like it was pretty good it's not, <laughs> it it not bad yeah i mean also i like watching movies that none of them have seen because none yeah. of us have an opinion on it already so it's always it's always nice to have that um all right for me let's see i like the acting 
it's to me, I, like I said, it started off really strong for me. Like when I was watching this, I thought this was like, oh, this is an eight. This is going to be an eight ish for me. How it started. I was like, oh, this is, this is great. Like a seven, eight. This is great. A seven, eight. Yeah, dude. I think sevens are great to me. I think anything five up is good for me is like a good movie. Okay. We okay, should I mean, like quantify think... our, our rating metrics because uh yeah all... say, if I give something a, if I give something a five it's pretty like oh see five for me is like good enough I'm not gonna love it but it's okay like it's when do fine. you get bad when do you well this this perfect segue I'm giving this a five this is like a okay. like it was fine it was good it was better than I thought probably not gonna rewatch it um I thought Owen Wilson and J Lo did a really good job. I thought it was for what it is <clears throat> like not much to it. So it was, uh, they held their own, which was nice. Um, I'm always going to knock it down for the screen on screen thing. That just, <laughs> that just always throws me for a loop. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it started off like that. And then as the movie went up, as the movie kept going, my rating went down because it got like choppy and more, just confusing for me later on but yeah i don't know it was it was like i would recommend this to like rom-com fans though for sure yeah it's not my favorite genre like you joe that's not like i'm not gonna the ceiling's not super high for these types of movies yeah I, I feel like it's like if it's put like i would rarely pick this but if it's right. on yeah if it's yeah, on it's tv not, it's not it. like i'm gonna yeah. like not try to enjoy it you know right and if you're looking for like a rom-com to watch with your friends or something, this would be perfect. Like this is a fun movie to watch with your friends and like just fun, funny. Yeah. And the musical aspect's really fun. I love anything with music I'm, I'm going to watch. So. Yep. Cool. Yeah, cool. That was great. All right. Marry me, marry me. Although the song didn't get stuck in my head, which I was kind of surprised about. It didn't until we got on this call and Joe like kind of hummed it for a second. And then I was like, all right. I don't want it to get stuck in my head. Yeah. Do you think that was made for the movie or was that like a single shared you had? No, I feel like that's made. the movie. Yeah. Did you know I read this? Apparently, Marry Me, the song or movie is the Jennifer Lopez's first movie to sing a song live using her own voice. Huh. <laughs> So interesting. That was interesting. Mary Me's got it. That's what she was going for. She's like, Mary Me's gonna be that movie. Um oh yeah, and then like the cheese factor for me. I think it was like it started off not really cheesy, and then just like it just kind of hit like a fan. The cheese just hit the fan and then it grated everywhere. <laughs> I think that's a great analogy as well as a very descriptive way of uh describing the amount of cheesiness. In in anything really, I might start using that for like tacos and <laughs> love it. Man, I'm just picturing someone chucking blocks of cheese into like a wood chipper. Exactly, and then just. <laughs> I, I I agree though. I think it did get more cheesy as it went on, but I, I think it could have been worse. I think it could have been, been way worse. worse. I think it could have been way more cheesy. I think because these characters worse, were so likable that you. Then I mean I didn't mind it that much because the characters were likable. So yeah. Who knows? Cool. Should we get into news? Let's get into news. Let's see, we watched the Kingsman yesterday, the new Kingsman movie. I don't know if you is, guys have is seen that it. the like uh Secret Service, like British Secret Service. Was it good? 
so the Kingsman's like a prequel. It's like the so the first two are like basically one after each other, and this one's like how it started. The Kingsman kind of started. Um, it was okay. I don't know. I'm not a. They were they're like fun movies to. If you like action movies, like fun action movies, you you would love these movies. Like if I if you haven't seen these, I feel like you would dig dig these. I've I've seen the first one. They're pretty gory, but they're it's like entertaining. It's kind of like Shaun of the Dead vibes, but yeah. like less horror. Um, I, it was fine. It wasn't as good as the other two, but I don't know. It was fun. Um, and then let's see. Ooh, the new Texas Chainsaw movie came out on Netflix. It is exactly what I expected it to be. So <laughs> it's not the original person anymore doing those, right? Doing what? The Texas Chainsaw movie. Like director or actor? Or... Yeah, director. I don't know. Kobe Hooper. No, he Crazy. died a few years back. Um, but this what was like a guy. Wasn't it Texas Chainsaw? Like one of the. I don't know if he was just a producer, but like he then was the creator of The Bachelor. I'm really curious now. I've t- brought this up before that the creator of The Bachelor was like. Was it Toby Hooper? I don't think so. I'm going to lose my mind. Something. Oh, I Bob. Just always thought it was... He's a television personality. Oh, he was a contestant. Oh, wait, hold on. Contestant on the first season of The Bachelorette. Nah. I don't know. I'm not finding actually that might be not the right guy. I don't know. No, I'll look for a second. I'm really curious about that though. But it was Mike, just it was just exactly. I think it's what. Mike Fleece, right? There was just this scene that it, it was like a bus scene. Like some of the kills were fun, but it was just all over the place. This Leatherface walks onto a bus, like a party bus, and all these kids are in the back. And this guy holds up his phone and he says, "You do anything, you're canceled, bro." And then he does a chainsaw and just like cuts him in half. I'm like, what the hell is this? Statement. <laughs> I think it's Mike Fleece, who I'm thinking oh. of. Mike Fleece, F L E I S S, um, who was just a producer on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the <clears> beginning <throat> 2006. The original Texas Chainsaw? No, probably not. I don't know. I just always. I was just, I knew it had something to do with Texas Chainsaw. I think it started in 2003. Just because I always thought it was funny that like the guy tied to The Bachelor producing it was also like he's produced like Hostel. Oh, yeah. The Texas Chainsaw. Wait, you're totally right. Wait, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. He's a producer. Yeah. What? That is insane. Weird, weirdest connection ever. <laughs> um, Stranger Things season four comes out in May. Well, first part, they're splitting into two parts. So that'll be very interesting. And they they uh, posted that they're going to be done with season five. So that'll That's be... The, like season five will be the last season? Yeah. Interesting. Which I think okay. is smart. But it's weird, dude. The kids are like 20 now. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. They started when they were 13. Now it's like, what? That's the problem with, you know, long-lasting series that involve kids they don't stop growing exactly <clears throat> but yeah it's kind of what we've been watching so or i just watched through a bunch of the uh pam and tommy that hulu series like of Seth how Rogans. is that it's honest i don't love it i mean it's like it's like kind of well done but it's one of those things where i'm like how is this a whole season like it feels like right. it should be like 
I thought it was a movie. Two episodes. Or, yeah, like, I watched through, like, f- I think five episodes have been out, and I kind of just, like, let them play, like, I don't know, like, for two nights or something. That's just kind of, like, what was on. And I just kept being, like, how am I five episodes in? And just, like, stuff has happened, but, like, right. not five episodes worth. Um, I don't even know. Like, what is it even about? I'm not familiar with the story. I wasn't actually as familiar. Like, I didn't realize like it's interesting i didn't realize any of this that i'm assuming this is pretty close to as true but i don't know um but it's like they had their sex tape which was the like first one that kind of like was distributed on the internet because it was in like the mid 90s um but it was like stolen by like seth rogan plays the like contractor who tommy lee like kind of screws over and then to like get back at him he like steals this breaks in and steals a bunch of stuff from his house and then like happens to find the tape and stuff he steals mm-hmm. and so he's there like trying to sell it but no one will take it and then like the internet's just starting so they like figure out a way to start promoting it or like selling it through the internet and you know and it just goes through all these cases of like Pam and Tommy like suing people and like Pam's on Baywatch at the time and it's like she's really worried about what it's doing to her career and like it, it's more interesting than I thought like I never even knew there was this backstory but again like the everyone in the show like it's done really well it's like kind of cool but again it's just like I don't know how there's a whole season of this yeah I don't it's like repetitive I bet yeah and it's, I don't know it just again you like get through an episode and you're like I feel like I think they're hour even episodes maybe. And it's like, I feel like that could have been 20 minutes. Like a good, yeah. good 20 minutes. So, you know, simple solution. Just don't make a sex tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't be that hard. <laughs> the only movie news I have really is that um, I finished watching Ted Lasso and I feel like I liked season two as much, if not more, than season one. So, whoa, which I feel like is a slightly hot take. Hot take. People weren't loving the second season as much. I didn't finish the second season. I'm also way late to the game here, so I don't know. But hey, that's all right. I do. I, my mom was so it. She, she like wrote off the second season this because they start it and they basically kill a dog right in the beginning. <laughs> she was just like, "Nope, I'm done." And I was like, "You know, they're like." come on it's gonna be for a reason and she's like yeah. nope <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that was a very um that and i'm not spoiling anything if i talk about it am i i mean i've seen it i mean i don't i i'm not gonna watch it so okay <laughs> I don't I, watch. So they, they did address that which i was happy with it because that was very confusing and i was like wow why why would you do that you know but then the the most random thing, but I actually oddly like really like it is like, I feel like they were starting to like um, do like a character, like deep dive on each character at some point in the season. And when they did the one on Coach Beard, um, that was so random, but I loved oh. it. I loved it. <laughs> Where they like follow him around. Yeah, he, he has like a wild night out and then it's just like, you know, back at work the next day as if nothing happened, which is exactly what I would have expected out of him because they, I feel like never really, like, I feel like there's not much to his character. So I love that they did that. Right. Yeah, but. it's good. I Ted Lasso does such a good job though, of like dealing with, I mean, not 
Coach Beard part, but like with the dog and stuff, like not specifically that, but they deal with hard issues really well. You know, like they, it's like a hilarious show, but it's like also really like heartwarming and like actually kind of addresses some hard things. Um, That's the part that I feel like I'm walking away with is like this show makes me happy. And I feel like very rarely do I watch something and I'm like, that made me happy. You know, (laughs) it's usually like, wow, that made me feel gross. And not a happy because it's like, I don't have to think about any of the bad things. But it's like, this is real, but you can still like this, how you deal with it. And you're like, oh, that's what I loved about the first season. I was like, there was like one thing that happened, like when he got mad at, you know, like very briefly, but uh-huh. right. there was like no downfall. Yeah. <clears throat> so I love that aspect of it. Props to Ted Lasso. I know. I got to rewatch that. <laughs> you literally 30 seconds ago, you're like, I'm not going to watch that. No, the second season. I know the second season. Then you're like, got to rewatch the first gotta rewatch season. The first season. Second season, I didn't even. I got like two episodes in. I'm like, no. You got to keep going. Though. It gets. It honestly, I would agree that like the first two. I don't even know if it was three episodes are not as good. Yeah. Like it, it, it hit. Everything it gets forced. itself. It gets itself back by the end. Mm-hmm. It right. does. So don't rewatch the first like three, but like just pick it up on like <laughs> episode four. I can do that. Oh, also, have you guys seen Search Party? No, what's that? just check it out just i won't i don't even want to spoil don't tell anything i just want to be you gotta check it just check it out you're gonna love it all right that works for me next trip we're on i'm just forcing you to watch i mean it's worked before five seasons of a show i'm into it all right is that a wrap for this guy it might be a wrap that's a wrap rip rap